Welcome to the Jay and Ross Talk Shit Podcast. I'm Ross. I'm Jay. Uh, this week, uh, we were just kind of going to talk shit. We, <laughs> we don't have a single individual topic. We're just going to talk about stuff, which I think is appropriate. Yeah, yeah we're, we're really prepared. We're yeah. really, like, we're really hey, on the ball. I wrote things down. <laughs> I, I wrote things down that happened. I, I but... lived... This uh-huh. week, I didn't die. You experienced so, things, yeah. Jason. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm still breathing. I breathe, Live in the moment. I breathed all this week, uh-huh. so I think we're prepared Did, for that. Didn't stop once. <laughs> but, uh, right. <laughs> yeah, so uh, gotta apologize. We've uh, been away for two weeks. Yeah. Uh, we've been pretty busy. Yeah, shoot, like, shooting yeah. the short, uh, which I think overall, even, and even in all the chaos, went pretty well. I think yeah. We, yeah, um, it did. Uh, I it was it was an intense, especially that week. Like we we had a couple weeks before shooting where we kind of got together and worked out script things. Uh-huh. Like uh, we we had the original idea or like your your early script, which kind of played like a treatment for it. Where yeah. we had the different shorts and how they would play out, but then we kind of expanded on everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I loved your idea about blending them all. I oh, think thanks. that worked a lot. Like. A lot smoother. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think, yeah. I think it played out well. But it, like, I I went back and just looked at your first script, like last, well, just a few days ago, I think, mm-hmm. and it was interesting to me of reading through. I'm like, yeah, but everything in here was in it, really. Right. And yeah. Like we we didn't really change that much from the idea. We just expanded and restructured mm-hmm. more than anything. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, that's that's why I brought you in. I knew you could help me. Because I had, like, the basic ideas, and then I knew you could help clean it up. <laughs> like, yeah, no, you thank, know what I mean? thanks. I think I think it worked out pretty well. No, like, you, it's, for a first project especially, like, sure. it was, it, it's not perfect. There are some things with audio that I'd love to fix on and a future thing. And, there were a few continuity problems, too. Like, yeah. for, like Ashley's bag was totally clean. <laughs> I was like, son of a bitch. We yeah, but that's one of those things that nobody really like pays attention to or notices. And like right. audio, for me, that's one of those things where I'm like, okay, there are parts where it stands out, but I also, like, I watched this thing so many times, like mm-hmm. editing and tweaking and tweaking and tweaking. Like, sure. like I figure we spent, we spent two, and a, two days and an hour, basically, filming. Roughly. Uh, uh, then we, for editing... Like, I spent six hours one day just piecing everything together mm-hmm. because we shot the whole thing uh, as a, what's called, a, I think, a two multi-device shoot so that we had audio and video recording separately. So for every clip, I had to stitch them together and, like, play those. And so, like, that was about six hours one day of just stitching them together, titling them. But it also allowed me to classify everything as it went through. Yeah. So I had a full library. I knew exactly what everything was in terms nice. of different takes of different clips so that was one day next like the next day i basically what you saw i edited in one day in terms Mm -hmm. of just continuity like shot to shot what takes we were using like i made a few tweaks later on but that was basically it and then just messing with sound and video and stuff that was like 20 more hours like that was more time than almost anything else was just getting like sound right because there were so many things to tweak, and mm-hmm. Adobe Premiere doesn't give you that many options. But. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and I mean, just going. I mean, I think it hurt just a little bit with the sound that, like, you know, it was like it was just a it was just a busy week for all of us. Yeah, and, it was like, nuts. And like, even and, like Brett was even saying, I wish I could be more into it, but he had like 
no, no, he he had he three thousand dollars in recording, so like, <laughs> right. so I was like, yeah, no, I don't blame you for no. that, man. But uh, every yeah. it was great that everyone yeah. could actually get out there that weekend and yeah. do it. Sure, and like considering the quick turnaround on this, the fact that we shot in two days, we post was you know basically the work week after that. Oh, like, dude, we you 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 took MVP on this one for sure. <laughs> right. I mean, you you handled goddamn business. It's a lot of work, but like I was really impressed on like the shooting. Just I thought everybody brought it. Everybody had like slightly different takes on mm-hmm. everything than like I initially had in mind. But I I like that. Like I like I like letting people bring their own piece to it. Sure. And kind of kind of playing around that or massaging the edit afterwards mm-hmm. to like fit that vibe. Yeah, for <laughs> and, sure. Yeah, there were there were a lot of like real little things or like reaction shots or yeah. like eye movements that like especially when I was going back and rewatching everything again and again and again and again right. like there were, it was all the little things I'd catch in different times. Yeah. I'm like she did a really great job here. He, you know, really nailed that delivery. Or, right. Uh, so that was like I I don't want to watch it again anytime soon. But it was really cool. To, you guys should though. Yeah. For sure. Everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Check just, it out. Uh, I'm done with it. To hell with it. <laughs> if, if you search Valentine's Day, the good, the bad, the ugly, on YouTube, I think it's the second result. Oh, nice. <laughs> we almost were up there. Almost on the first. made it. You can also go to my website, mediummashup.com. There's a section for shorts. Uh, it's it'll be the top one on there. It's the most recent one uploaded. You can see it all there. But, for sure. But yeah, other than the stress, I, I'm glad we did it. I think yeah. it was a pretty ambitious first project. Absolutely. It, like I know it's only eight minutes long, but <laughs> for something we shot in a week, did all that on, and for a YouTube re- video, really, it was mm-hmm. a lot of work. Yeah, absolutely. Anything, yeah. anything else you want to cover on that shoot or stuff that no. stood out to you that was fun about or fun or like just stressful about like low budget filmmaking? Uh, not just getting everybody together. Yeah, that was, uh, I'm not a producer, and like you basically played that role here though. Yeah. Like Susie, Susie did an amazing job getting everything done with paperwork and mm-hmm. like corresponding and getting that figured out. But like I felt like you were spearheading the effort to make sure everybody was, was there, there and at the right time I, i'm for now on i'm gonna if i'm ever on set i'm just gonna let a producer be as mean as he wants to me as like, <laughs> you I, know I understand the, you I, know what they have to put up with i now. am a, i am a total piece of shit just let it out let it out nope producers <laughs> get like such a bad rep because because their job is just like it's so they, stressful but like so many people look at it because they only see like their little interaction with that person as right. like oh this is just a guy who they're not directing or anything. They're just telling us to change things because oh, they, they put money into it. And... They have to deal with artists, which were the worst <laughs> human beings on the planet. Right. <laughs> like, it's, it's we're crazy. just like, yeah, we'll show up. And we're, we're like Time Warner Cable. We're just like, we'll just <laughs> we'll show be up there somewhere in a five, you know, fucking, like, I don't know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it, especially when you have no budget. Like, at least... Yeah. When people are under contract and being paid millions of dollars, there's an expectation that sure, you should, like it's not always a reality, but it's usually usually or people even, do what they're paid, or to even do. paying them at all, right? <laughs> like, but, exactly. Like, like we were a no budget production. Yeah. We actually went twenty dollars over budget <laughs> because I didn't need all that blood. <laughs> <laughs> the blood effects, son of a bitch. Which 
Honestly, like for having never done anything like that before, the blood effects turned out pretty well. That was like the smoothest part of the whole shoot, and <laughs> the, like we thought that was gonna be the worst. Well, <laughs> the the one shot that we got of the shirt on the pillow for a stab thing, yeah. I did not use because it did not look good. I could just show you what it really looked like. I don't know if I want to see in, it in a dark room on an LCD like preview monitor. It's like. Yeah, it's passable. <laughs> then, then you look at it and you're like, yeah, it's angled wrong. And like the main thing is that funny story about pillows. They don't have the same consistency as a human <laughs> body. So when you push something into a pillow, the pillow gives a lot. Oh, So you can see it like, it's like you're... You're just like kind of a bag of wind with, <laughs> that it's going into. I still don't have a pillow. <laughs> I know. We ruined your pillow for nothing, Jason. I said I was going to throw it away anyway. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just lazy and don't want to go get another pillow. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much it. What can you say? Um, but yeah. Uh, I Again, though, I was, I was really happy with everything everyone put into it. I was really... Yeah. Like, you never know what you're going to get when you schedule things like that. People, a lot of the time, do have other things going on. Or, like, last-minute things. Or, yeah. Or, like, you know, this meeting last week, I got sick that day, so I couldn't go. Mm-hmm. And, or, I, like, I would have been just miserable and awful there. Right. I it It's so hard to plan something like that, and everything actually works. And mm-hmm. we were pretty much in the time frame we had. Yeah, we didn't go over, which was... Yeah. Which it, was like, we were a little crazy. under one day and a little over the next, but yeah. it wasn't anything significant. Like, yeah. everyone was fine with it, so... Right. So... That was great. Yeah, for sure. So check it out if you have time. Uh, we'll move on to other right. stuff. So the number number uh, one thing I had on just the list of big things that... And a lot of these are from last week, because we, we kind of wanted to do but, a podcast last out. week. Yeah, I wrote, like, kind of in order, but uh, sure. I figured John Stewart leaving The Daily Show was a big one. Yeah, absolutely. So, so I mean, it's, I think, you know, it's great that he's at the point in his career that he's happy with what he's done, and he can just retire and not really worry about, like, what he's doing next. He's made yeah. so much money doing that show. Right. He's made it such a thing that, that he can do that, but I have no idea what who they're gonna get yeah or who's going to who would like the two best people or the most obvious choices to replace him got their own shows last year Uh, because you had Stephen Colbert who Mm. was on Colbert Report but you know could have done a straight news show just as well Mm -hmm. and what John Oliver and that yeah yeah Stephen Colbert is gonna be the new uh, late show host and yeah Steve uh, John Oliver has an amazing show on Mm -hmm. HBO where it's Definitely falls in the footsteps of The Daily Show, but is its own thing, too, sure. where uh, they take on much longer-form storytelling and uh, are much... It, it's almost like a 60 Minutes comparison to, like, 24-Hour News, where you've got, like, one subject that they really delve deep on. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, I need to, I need to see that show. Uh, it's Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, you, in particular, would love it. Yeah, because like, yeah, I love all... I love The Daily Show, and I love, uh, you know, Real Time with Bill Maher, and, you mm-hmm. know, it's just... It's especially like I was actually uh, my uh, my uncle like po- posted like a meme like getting your news from John Stewart is like getting a history lesson from Hogan's Heroes you know <laughs> yeah but and, like, it's not <laughs> and, and like well that like my basic argument was like how awful regular news yeah. is it doesn't really I mean. Once you're at the point where your comedy news program is more reliable source yeah. than your 24 hour news and you're like 
<laughs> your your major news outlets then yeah and like that was one of my arguments is that a lot of good comedy comes from a foundation of truth yeah most of the time about 70 i mean you can come up with like crazy fantasy situations that can be hilarious as well <laughs> yeah but 75 to 80 percent of really good comedy is based in truth yeah know? or like even the more outrageous ideas a lot of the time are rooted in like real world things or satire or yeah or you're how a purposely feels about you're creating it, you kind know? of an analogy for something that exists yeah. in the real world and the absurdity that sometimes we look over or or like how or a comedian will say this is how I wish it would be, even though it'd be like totally crazy, you yeah, know, like or whatever, yeah. So, so, which is still based in like truth of how he feels about it or how he wishes he or she, yeah, how it would be, you know, yeah. And that was my basic argument, I don't know, like, because like, and it's like, dude, you watch Fox News for Christ's sake, right? Like, and it, Fox News and like MSNBC has a similar liberal slant, although not no. like I don't feel like it's as ridiculous as fox but but like in both of those they have their shows that they designate as editorial where and then they have their ones that are like objective or or, or objectivism where like the editorial ones they can just spout out whatever bullshit they want and with basically no factual background and and it's fine and then the ones that you know they, they actually have to be objective and be about facts they can't seem to even come to conclusions on them because then they're seen as being, you know, showing favoritism to someone. Right. And what Daily, the Daily Show did so well was, it it was a comedy show, and they could just make fun of things. But it like they they could have opinions on things without just being that show about the people on the left or that show about the people on the right. right. Like it definitely leaned left, but sure. on a lot of things, it's just because the right or like the far right was so radically right. or just so outrageous about something that it was really really easy to make fun of that. Sure. And like when the left, you know, when the Obama administration did terrible things, or when there when there was all the security or all the security issues and the idea that. Yeah, I mean, we're all they, being spied. Like, spied on. They really nailed that too. Sure, like, they I mean, went after it. They they'd make fun of the website and like how the website would yeah healthcare.gov and how bad that was. Yeah, and, and like how if that's your whole initiative. You know, right. like, it kind of sucks if you can't get your website you can't working get for a Website working. But yeah, it it was a great show. It's I mean, hope, hopefully and probably it'll continue to be a great show. Yeah. There are a lot of really talented people still involved with it sure who i'm sure will oh, carry yeah. on I, mean, I just don't know if it'll ever be the same show right you know? i mean well i mean and i mean crying out loud like he started that last yeah. century yeah like, he 1999 i didn't i was like holy crap it he's has been, been on 16 it for, years yeah 16 years 17 like, by the time he ends it yeah and he remade that show in his image like he wasn't the first host but sure he compl- yeah who, the daily show as we know the daily show is john Stewart. yeah sure it he's I mean, totally Craig Kilborn was on there for like two years. Yeah, and I mean, and, like, and that's I the thing. Like, I never he, even saw the show with Craig Kilborn. It, it was, it was, it was very similar to what Weekend Update was, mm. where there are a lot of jokes on things, but they're like one-off jokes onto the next thing, and like it wasn't. He, they didn't really skewer anything. Mm. They were just like little bits, and mm. a lot of people have said that. Were like, how about you get Tina Fey or Amy Poehler to host the Daily Show or something? And like, they're both incredibly talented hilarious people sure but i don't know if they're suited to like 
the type of show that The Daily Show was on that. Like, Maybe. what they did with Weekend Updates, vastly different than what Jon Stewart was doing sure. with The Daily Show. May, I could see Tina Fey doing it. I don't if think If anybody, I think she could pull it off, but I think her yeah. strengths are in other places. Like, mm-hmm. I think she's a great writer. She's really good with sketch and kind of, like, absurdist humor, but also, sure. like you mentioned, like, bringing that back to uh, down to earth and, like, kind mm-hmm. of... Kind of giving it a baseline in right. reality. Yeah. And like I, I love Thirty Rock. I, I I can't wait to see the new show she's producing. Uh, the oh god, I can't think of the name right now. The one with Ellie Kemper, the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, where it's about a woman who's been in a cult for years and then she gets rescued and brought into the real world and it's a comedy. <laughs> it was gonna be on NBC, but then they're like, we don't know what to do with this show, so Netflix <laughs> bought it for two seasons. Huh. Anyway. Tangent. Uh, she, <laughs> I, I think she's really talented. Amy Poehler's really talented. Sure. A lot of people are thinking Jessica Williams, who's on there, who just this week pulled out of that entirely. She's like, she's still on The Daily Show, but she's like, I am nowhere near, like, uh, I, I'm not, I'm not anywhere near ready for that kind of thing. I, yeah. I'm not. She's 25. Oh, <laughs> like she's, she's very funny, and she's one of the best correspondents on The Daily Show right now, but. Yeah, like inter- it's a very different skill set to do those bits versus like hosting a show where you're sure you're a comedian, but you're also kind of the straight man to it. Like you're yeah. not taking on characters and roles of other things. And I don't know. I'm I'm sure they'll get someone who's good. Yeah, like, yeah. It's just, it's and it's it came as kind of it came as a shock to me, especially because I'm pretty sure because he did uh, he did uh, um, comedians in cars getting coffee. John Stewart did? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, if I remember right, he said he was going to do 20 years and then be done. Yeah. And, like, I th- He just decided, man. Yeah. I guess he just was like, I just don't want to do this anymore. Well, um, one of the things he said on his last show was that, you know, I just never wanted to continue this show to the point where I get bored of it. Or yeah. whatever. Like, it sounded like he's finally getting to the point where he's like, I've done this so long. Like, right. I respect it, but I kind of want to yeah, do I other mean, things. Yeah, I mean... People, people who were born when he started are almost adults now. I mean, yeah. that's insane. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I can totally understand that. Like, I mean, that's the one thing I like about acting and all this stuff. Like, I don't know if I could do the same thing over right. like 10, 15 years. I, yeah. I, I mean, even being on, like, a long-running sitcom for right. seven or eight years might drive me insane. Yeah. People need to double that. It's like when people... Uh, thought Jerry Seinfeld was crazy for one to mm-hmm. stop Seinfeld it's like dude that show was on nine years right that's a long long time to yeah. be doing the same thing and in all fairness like because their main thing was that he walked away from a million an episode <laughs> he's making so much on syndication who even cares yeah in all fairness that move I mean it's I mean it's a hypothetical situation at best mm-hmm. now but that might have helped him because it kept the the audience hungry right and, and i mean it, if you're right like if they'd gone on too long or like if the show had like dipped in quality mm-hmm. in in a significant way like sure. you know some people Jump tell the you the last few seasons aren't as good as some of the mid-range ones in the, in the but la- they're still funny in the like, last episode was no week no like most people don't like the finale it's it's weak and weird weirdly paced and yeah. like uncharacteristic of the show but but you know like i i understand like you're right, it probably did help that it left at a time when it was still considered one of the greatest mm-hmm. shows of all time. It, it's not like The Simpsons, where it, like up until around season ten or so, like it was a bona fide classic and one of the greatest shows in history. And then it now it's had like twenty something years uh, where like over half the show is like kind of uh, 
Right. Uh, where where now, like people, like you'll still hear people talk about Simpsons as one of the greatest sitcoms or one of the greatest animated shows of all time, oh, or possibly sure. the animated or greatest animated show of all time, yeah. based on the strength of those seasons. But it you'll, I don't feel like it's ever going to be as well respected as if it had like ended while it was still great. Yeah, maybe so. And I syndication mean, money might not. I don't know. Then, yeah, then again, like Simpsons World now, where you can watch any episode of Simpsons anytime if you have a cable subscription. Like, sure. I'm sure they make money. Well, you, you also got to go. I mean, no matter even how bad those seasons are, I mean, 25 years. I mean, yeah. That's something to respect just in itself. It's I mean, impossible that's, that's not insane. to start to repeat yourself yeah. after oh, a certain yeah. amount of time, too. And But just, just that fact is something to be respected. I mean, that's yeah. insane. No, I agree. years when, I mean, something like Arrested Development lasted three or right. four now. But right, like, But it's a classic, partially yeah. because, like, it it ended while it was still incredibly strong. And, like, some people now will even say they shouldn't have done the extra season because it tarnished the reputation of the show. I, I like... I did, too. I kind of liked it. Like, I understand... But I also understand just the constraints, you know? Like, yeah. it, a lot of people were upset that it just wasn't, like, everybody together and, like, the regular episodes. But all those people are doing so many things, and it's impossible yeah. to get them in one place at, yeah. for more than, like, a scene or two. Right, because back then, I mean, when the first season, I mean, nobody was yeah. anybody. It, it launched almost all of those people's it careers. Relaunched it, re- it relaunched It relaunched some people's careers and, like, totally... I mean, like... <laughs> I was watching an old episode of Entourage the other day, and, like, mm-hmm. there's an episode where, like, a turtle gets left for Jason Bateman. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, like, talking to this girl, and the girl's just like, is that Jason Bateman? Mm-hmm. And then Turtle's all bummed out. He's like, what happened to your girl? He's like, oh, man, she left me for Teen Wolf. He's like, Michael J. Fox is here? No, the other one. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it was like, and, like, and I was like, I looked at it, and it came out, that episode came out in 2004, Oh. Right when they probably they were probably shooting Arrested Development season one and that episode <laughs> simultaneously. Yeah. So like he just blows up like six yep. months later because of that show. Yeah. And Will Arnett's been everywhere. Mm-hmm. That was totally Arrested Development. And Michael Sarah's, I mean, mm-hmm. at one time was one of the hotter movie stars on yeah. the planet. Yeah. I mean, you know, with you know Juno and Youth and Revolt. And yeah. Again, based on Arrested Development mm-hmm. and how great he was there. Um. So is there anything else with John Stewart we want to talk about, or are we... No. I mean, I, that probably about covers that. Yeah. Should we go on to the next thing we got? Yeah, Let's sure. Let's see. I had, uh... Okay, I had the, uh, Spider-Man thing. Spider-Man's now, uh, gonna be in Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, the Avengers <laughs> and everything? Yeah. Oh, nice. I mean, to you, it's probably not a big deal, but... Yeah. I'm not... I'm, I'm kind of... I'm not. I mean, I'm kind of cynical on the superhero movies. Yeah, yeah. I need to see something different. I'm just like, it's like good guy gets no, world, I, good I get guy that. saves world. You know, I got gotcha. you. I get that. You know, that's why I was hoping there was one movie. I think we've talked about mm-hmm. that it was, and it's kind of left open if he's dead or not in the movie. With kind of with what? Uh, do you want me to say it? Spoiler alert. All right, spoiler alert on a movie. Yeah, <laughs> it has a guy who oh. talks like this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I figure. You figure know. if you haven't seen right, Dark Knight yeah, Rises by now, then, you know. Because uh, like I was, I was super stoked at the end of that movie. I was like, "Fucking Batman dies! That's genius!" <laughs> yeah, and it's like, like no. well, and it, the weird thing about that is just that it's not even really like 
that's still the end of that story. Yeah. So, like, whether he lives or dies, it, it, they don't have to worry about sequels because they're going to reboot know, it anyway. So why didn't you just kill him? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, like Ben Affleck's Batman's new. not the same Batman. So. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. I don't know. It, just, and, it bummed me out because I know that was a total studio move. Like, Batman can't die. We need the, we need happy endings. Yeah. Everybody needs... No. And that that's why we... Uh, or a it's similar... called The Dark Knight. <laughs> Yeah. Son of a bitch, you could have a dark ending. <laughs> dark of the turtle. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, and that that whole cycle of you know finish reboot and all that is part of the reason why the Spider Man news was like at least a little bit of a mixed bag for me mm-hmm. because it means they're rebooting Spider Man again, which and I mean they they re, the first Spider Man movie or the Sam Raimi one I think was two thousand two right. Yeah, yeah, and then the so last they've one rebooted came out in those it. Seven. They've rebooted it twice now. Because I remember the third one came. No, out. No, the new one came out in 2011. No, I'm talking the one where he goes all emo. Oh, and, uh, and right. Venom and Eric Foreman. Yeah, that Venom. was. And uh, yeah, <laughs> dumbass. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> the the bad Raimi Spider-Man yeah. movie. And like, because I remember because that, that movie came out like three months before I moved out here. And yeah, I was like, why? Wow. I was like, that was the biggest piece of shit. Yeah. So then they re, but then. The Amazing Spider-Man was 2011. So they're only going to do two with Garfield yeah. and... Okay, new rule. <laughs> you should at least do three movies before you reboot it, okay? <laughs> well, and especially since they're rebooting it, like, the new Spider-Man character is going to be in uh, the Civil War movie, or the Marvel Captain, Captain America. America Civil War movie next year. Okay. So it, it, it really is going to be like a two-year gap between Spider-Mans. But uh, on the plus side... The Amazing Spider-Man series, I never thought really found its feet. Like, okay. in there, like it really did feel like it was just redoing the story from the Raimi ones, but mm-hmm. without all the little quirks that made the Sam Raimi movies interesting. Okay. And it, it, they they did the Gwen Stacy arc, which you know I guess is different since, well, it is it is different than like Mary Jane right. since it's all about loss and like the danger to people around him and stuff. Mm. But it, it the new. I I think this will be a better direction. I think Marvel cares more about the character than like Sony execs did. Aside mm-hmm. from it was a property, and even though in all the like announcements they're like, well, so- Sony's move like the Spider-Man standalone movies are still going to be Sony's releases. They have creative control, and uh, uh, Spider-Man will just also be in the Marvel movies, and it'll be the same Spider-Man, and then Marvel characters can show up in the Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. And we're not exchanging money; we're just sharing the character in that way. But the, but then you you hear things too, where the Spider-Man movie, they're like, yeah, the new creative direction will be Amy Pascal and Kevin Feige, and Kevin Feige is the head of Marvel. Ah, uh, so even though Marvel has no creative control over the Sony movies, one of the two head creative members of rebooting Spider-Man is the Marvel exec. Which, in all <laughs> fairness, why not? I mean. Yeah, That's they should. Yeah. It's the right thing to do. It's going to be a better take on the character. Well, it's just because, I mean, let's. It's that's the problem you get with studio. That's the only problem I have with studio people because, like, they are a necessary evil. Right. Like, you need the money to make the film. Right. I get, it's just when they try to think that they are the artist is when you get you get into problems. Well, and that, that's how you lose Edgar Wright off your Ant-Man movie. Yeah. Which it, is Kevin Feige, like, his, his people, like, they have a vision and a direction for the Marvel Universe which, to be fair, is a big part of why that's been successful, mm-hmm. and the way the way that they can be unique movies, but they can kind of fit into a bigger universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but yeah, like with with Spider Man, it's it's funny too to me that it's him and the woman who just got who I'm sorry didn't get fired. She got resi- or she resigned from 
uh, Sony because of the email leaks. Oh, uh, yeah. She was the one. Be- best girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah she yeah, was yeah. the one trashing uh, Angelina Jolie and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, it, it, yeah, so she, you know, she lost her job in disgrace, and oh, now she just has to create the new Spider-Man movie. Oh, God. <laughs> what a terrible What a thing. rough day. Oh, my God. How is she going to live? Should I, Seriously, know, I'm really concerned about Miss Pascal <laughs> and, uh, you know, how is she, oh, my God, only making six figures Somebody now, should set probably. up a donation box online right. to really help her get through this transition. You, you keep your head up, Amy. I believe in you. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm mixed, mixed bag on it because I, I am tired of reboots, but I think that yeah. if they're going to do it, they might as well do it right. I really hope they do well, Miles Morales, who's the, like, He's the newer character that the, the Ultimate Universe has had as uh, Spider-Man recently. Well, that'd be interesting. Or yeah, you'd have a half black, half Hispanic, younger oh, one. Which, we all know that's oh, not going to happen. Well, but he's going to really. Fucking have oh, a shit he will. Bit. He'll freak out. Yeah, the, like he already did about what it is. Uh, James, James Bond. Yeah, James uh, Bond. And then you which got doesn't the, even happen. Yeah, you got <laughs> Megan Kelly telling about how Santa Claus is white. Like, yeah. really, is that a fact? That's a fact. Yeah. You know what isn't a fact? Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Seriously. You know, you know who's never existed in this universe? Spider-Man. Right. And doesn't matter. And like his his upbringing and like his like nothing about Peter Parker has to be white. And it's not even Peter Parker they're making yeah. black. It's a different character. Like in the Ultimate Universe, Peter Parker died and Miles Morales took up the character. So yeah. it makes sense in that I think it's fine if they just want to start fresh with Miles right. Morales. That way, it's not the third Peter Parker origin story yeah. in fifteen years. And, I guess. and who would be great for that? He even talks about it in his stand-up weirdo. He's on Donald Community. Glover. Yeah, Donald Glover. It, well, the Miles Morales Miles Morales character was partially based on Donald Glover because of all that. Really? Yeah, I did it, not know that. Now Donald Glover is maybe a little old for that role. Like, Maybe. that was that was a while but he, ago. But he's got a baby face, though. So he does. I mean, I mean, he could pull it off, He could pull it off. Yeah. I mean, you have to make it in the next two or three years, but yeah. for sure. But. Yeah. I I would really like to see Donald Glover as Spider-Man. I, I think, too. And they are going back to high school, for sure. But it, I, I think he'd be a great choice. I think he'd be a lot of fun. Like, he, I think he's got the humor, but he could sell, like, kind of the righteousness or the drama part of it, yeah. too. Sure. Yeah. So that's really all I probably had to say on Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, just um, thought that was kind of, that you... was such huge news and like geeky websites and stuff last sure. week. So next thing I had down was uh, Kanye West uh, interrupting, or almost interrupting, back at the Grammys. Ooh, which yes. I, I have a lot... I have a lot of opinions on this. I do, I do too. Y- you go first. <laughs> <sighs> Kanye West... Talking about artists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You... See, I'm going to have a different opinion really? on this. Really? Yeah. I don't think you've been an artist since graduation, and <laughs> you said that George Bush doesn't like black people. Like, that's what that's when I was like, yes, I like you. I like this guy. <laughs> that's a good guy. Yeah, because, like, he was like, that's some ballsy shit. Because, like, in my definition, that's what most of the time, that's what really makes a real good artist. Yeah. Somebody that goes... Right, they'll say what they want to say when they want to say it. But being unfiltered. I will say this: he did have like he did have like a point or two that I was like, I could see that. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, like he was just saying, like I guess he said something about how like the Grammys slapped Beyonce in the face or something. (laughs) Right. 
I'm like, really, she needs more love. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, is, is Beyonce really the one that's like, oh man, I feel for her. She only she like she yeah. played the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, are we really gonna be that? And like, and then like <laughs> defensive. And I can, and I and I maybe could have got it if like One Direction or something right. like that would have won. Right, like, and this, I think a lot of people have that that's opinion. More of like brand. when he when he did that with like Taylor Swift too, where it's like, oh yeah. well, you know, whatever, just let her do her thing. But then also, it's like, well, it's Taylor Swift. Yeah, because like <laughs> Be- like Beck's not an artist. That dude plays yeah. like forty five instruments. Well, like, he he some stupid. Kanye kind of went back on some of that, like in an interview later that day, where he's like, wait, hold on, you know, I I love Beck, all right. Like I'm not saying Beck's not an artist. What he said was that he's like. No real artist would give that trophy to Beyonce. She earned it. <laughs> yeah, like what are you talking about? Uh, yeah, it, and it, the so here's here's where I stand on this. Okay, it's ridiculous to like you know go up and try to interrupt someone at an award show. It, it's you know bad manners and all that, and sure. he's it, it's, it's an idiotic thing. Yeah, uh, and it. But, like, I don't totally disagree that there were probably better albums last year than uh, Morning Phase. Like, I like Morning Phase. Yeah, but I mean, it's 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 pretty one note. That's the only thing mm-hmm. I didn't really like about yeah, it. Yeah, it's... Because um, it's, it's, I'm used to Beck going kind of all over the place, yeah. and that's why I like him. You yeah. Know? And but, I'm fine, like, if he wants to do an album like that, because his albums are so different, usually. Mm-hmm. It, but Morning Phase was basically, like, Sea Change Part 2. And it was fine, yeah. but like it wasn't as good as like Sea Change because Sea sure. Change was it's like a classic album. And it and I am not a big fan of a lot of things that award shows do, where they seem to award artists long after they've done like their really great work. Like yeah. if if the Grammys could travel back in time and give Beck recognition for like yeah Sea Change or Midnight Vultures yeah, or Odalay, yeah, uh, like. Or, or even mutations, like he has so many classic things, then you know that would be nice. But they can't, right. so they give him these stupid awards for like whatever as like a belated award. deal. Yeah. And the Grammys, so often they just like give awards to whoever makes the most money. That even even in this case, it's like well, at least someone who won it who is really really talented. Uh, but the the fundamental truth about award shows that Kanye West doesn't seem to understand. Is that they're bullshit anyway? Right. <laughs> is that the Grammys have never meant anything right. really? Yeah. And, and like you know, we all sit around and pretend. And this goes for the Academy Awards too, or Golden the Emmys, Globes or, or Golden Globes, them. any award show, even the it's, Razzies, man. <laughs> because because it's subjective. Like the best of anything, especially music, is going to just be somebody's opinion. That's fair. And, and it, like so, for Kanye to go like, no, they got it wrong. Someone needs to change this to respect art. It's right. like. It's like Kanye expects these ceremonies to be some, like, some opinions, or not opinions, some, like, absolute artistic truths handed on from high from the gods or something, which Kanye thinks he's a god, so, you know, maybe he believes that. But it's just, it's silly. But it's also... Well, go ahead. And, like, then it's just, it's sparked a lot of stupid articles, too. Yeah, it's been all about like like and there's I can't tell you how many like race articles I've read exactly about it. yeah like Just, really like okay so you're telling me if like Little Wayne would have won who I fucking can't stand like, yeah 
it would have been okay. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, who makes the same song over and over and over right. and over? I and agree. Over it's over. the making it about race is a really silly way to do it. Yeah, because like, because again, like Beyonce has made more money on her albums than anything Beck's ever done. Right. So like it. If we're just talking about success, she's doing fine, and and like her and Jay Z combined are probably worth half a billion dollars, <laughs> right? And and I mean, like I I I think like I, this is where we might differ is that I think like Kanye West is an incredibly talented musician, like he's uh, a good producer. I would I'd agree with that. Yeah. yeah, he's a better producer than he is a rapper, but his albums are like so the, some of the best produced and some of the more experimental in the genre or at least at least as far as like pop or supposedly pop rap goes like yeah. Kanye takes chances okay. he wrote he produced an or you know he created a, a beautiful dark twisted fantasy which is like just such a beautifully produced and like song by song brilliant album oh, like it, it one, so. it's it's considered like a modern classic like sure. it would like you you talk about how subjective art is or you know we're talking about how there are no truths. Like, that's as close as I've seen to a consensus that year across the board that that was the best thing that came out. Nice. Like, it was a great album. And, and then you can take that and go, like, all right, all these people who love this, fuck you all, I'm releasing Yeezus, where, like, he, he, it's all purposely rough and, like, minimal and, like, crazy. And, and like, it, the first four tracks are brilliant. And just the way that they go from each other, yeah. but yeah, like it's yeah, not I've as consistent. I've heard that works. one, and then I heard the one where he's got, he pretty much does most of it, if not all of it. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's uh, uh, Watch Paris the Throne, or whatever. Or, yeah, Watch yeah, the Throne. Got that song, the and then I Watch the Throne. Yeah, and uh, and I was just like, eh. Watch the Throne. I was really disappointed with like because I, I kind of like Jay- I'm not a huge Jay Z fan, but I, I like him. I like mm-hmm. some of his stuff. Yeah, and I was just like, eh. Yeah, uh, no, I I kind of have the same, same feeling. Well, yeah, Watch so. the Throne, like it's fine, but I don't think it's as good as the better work of either of them as artists, yeah. either Kanye or Jay Z. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, so like I respect the hell out of him as an artist, nice. and I respect the hell out of Beck as an artist. Like uh, he sure. was my favorite artist growing up, uh, but it's just it's silly to me that Kanye puts like that much stake in award shows that's fair but then simultaneously i'm like okay well if kanye west wasn't the kind of guy with the crazy ego that he would go on stage at like the biggest musical award show just to be like no this is wrong right he probably wouldn't be the artist that he is either like it's it's part of who he is that he can like go and make these crazy things and have the courage to just be like yeah this is awesome Fuck everyone else, like, yeah. fuck anything any of these people are telling me about what should be successful or what I should do to follow up what I've done in the past. Like, this is what I want to do right now. Yeah, because I really liked his first, you know, three album, like, the College Dropout. Yeah, graduation. College Dropout is excellent. And, like, yeah. and I, mean, I haven't heard the one you were mentioning about the general consensus, so yeah. maybe I should listen to that before. Yeah, Beautiful because Dark like, Twisted Fantasy is a Yeezus, much bigger album. I didn't really like Jesus, and I didn't really yeah. like the one with Jay's Watch the Throne. Yeah, and like he's just like I I really do feel like the second half is a little bit, but like yeah. like on site isn't like an amazing song, but it's just like ballsy as hell to come out with that song, mm-hmm. and and then I I think Black Skin Heads and New Slaves are like amazing songs, mm-hmm. and then uh uh yeah I am a God is good too, and, and like it's a weird song where like half 
I I don't know how much he's making fun of himself and how much he he's not. Because yeah. <laughs> like there are lines that are seem like are just like cheeky funny things yeah. like that are making fun of his own grandiose nature. Which <laughs> in like in oh I'm sorry, but uh, like going back to like the thing, like that's how it kind of looked yeah. when he went up with exactly. that. And I, I was like, that would have been hilarious. Yeah, everybody but thought then, he was making a joke. They're like, oh Kanye, you finally joked about yourself. <laughs> He's like, no, I was serious. I'm like what? What just happened? <laughs> I'm not a gay fish. Yeah. <laughs> South Park. Thing. I, Why are you not a hobbit, bitch? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> South Park in jokes, but yeah, I I love that about uh his reaction to South Park too was totally him. Where like at first you you knew his publicists got him because it's like yeah they got me ha ha, and then beautiful dark twisted fantasy. There's a whole line about how mad he is about South Park and stuff. It's like <laughs> choke a South Park rider with a fish stick. It's, it's like oh man, <laughs> yeah. Man. All hail Trey Parker and Matt Stone. I'm going to start a religion to Trey Parker and Matt Stone right now. <laughs> this last season was so good. Yeah. It's, but, yeah. Um, so the only other thing I had on here was the whole Brian Williams controversy. Yeah, I, I need to do a lot more research on that. Yeah. Um, but I, I just read my first articles literally last night, so it's yeah. interesting. Because I was like, what the hell is going on with all this Brian Williams stuff? And I guess... They caught him in a bunch of lies about Iraq, and a, and they're pretty much just going over it's, his entire history now. And, I mean, it wasn't... The thing about it is it's not like he was making up new stuff that didn't happen. He was it, just, like, saying he was there when it's, he was It's like your, guy, your, your friend who will tell a story, right. and every single time you hear it, it gets more embellished. Ah. Uh, like I was like, totally there, man. It, well, he was in a helicopter, and then he saw one get shot down, and then they followed it down and landed and, like, helped him. But, like, his story then went to, like, oh, they were shot at. Then it was, oh, we were also shot down. And then, mm-hmm. like, little things like that where it's it's like, yeah, that on the one hand, it's... It's everything that's wrong with the media today, where sure. it's all about sensationalizing the news right. rather than reporting it. But on the other hand, in terms of sensationalizing the news, it's a fairly minor offense. Yeah. Like, it's not good. Like, he should be taken oh. to task on it. But the same people who are, like, really ripping into him are the same people who put the most, like, ridiculous bullshit on their right. shows just because the, it'll get attention and they can do crazy headlines and get it. And right. that, to me, is a way worse way of sensationalizing news than lying about right. whether you were in the helicopter that was shot down or not. Like, it's not good, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean... And, like, I don't really know the... Like, so he literally... Like, it's clear that he wasn't shot down? Every There are many eyewitnesses who have come okay. forth and said he gotcha. wasn't. Because, I mean... It, Cause like also, and he stayed also, silent on it. Like, he's not talking about it at Okay, because, like, my question was, like, because when you're in that kind of chaotic situation, it's kind of hard to take notes. That's true. You know, I mean, you don't really have time, you know, you really That's true. you're just trying to, you know, get a bullet, keep a bullet out your ass. Yeah. Um, like, now, I, I think uh, that, uh, like, the various stories or times he's told it, like, people went back over there, mm-hmm. and there are always inconsistencies between those two. Gotcha. But, uh, like, it's the same way where yeah. that's the kind of thing that you could kind of mess up or yeah. change. Which, yeah, and I don't know, and I don't know how people, and, like, yeah, for, like all the people in the media who do it on a daily basis. Yeah. And, like, I'm even watching, like, the newsroom, if you've seen season two. Like, I haven't seen season two. They get, they get... In, some trouble for that. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to tell you too much, but they 
that's kind of one of the plot lines. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, so it's just like, well, how, I, I want to know how are, like, people like Fox News or MSNBC getting away with this on a daily basis? That's my question. You right. Know what I mean? Right. Well, and, and a lot of it is they just classify themselves as editorial. Okay. So they can just, that's like, it? BS. That's all they have to yeah. do? Yeah. Like, that's what Fox News did, where people are like, well, you are blatantly, like, saying things that aren't true. Yeah. or and, and they're like, well, those are our editorial shows. If you look at our block, the shows during this hour are are objective shows. Those are our real shows. These ones, like, uh, you know, O'Reilly and stuff, that's that's editorial, so it's just their opinions. Uh, yeah. And MSNBC like, kind of does it, but they're... I don't know. I read... Because I think... Uh, I forget where I read it. I wish I could remember the source, but I read a... They did it... It was at the beginning of the new year, like, right around, like, December mm-hmm. of 2014, where they, they took, like, a poll of, like, all the major news stations, and, like, they, like, did fact checks. And, right. You know, and whatever. And uh, they were, like... It was, like, all of them were... I mean, any one you can think of, any news, just throw one out there, all of them were under 50%. Yeah, all of them, every single one of them. Like Fox News was like twenty one percent. They told the truth. Like MSNBC, I think was like thirty three. Like yeah, it was just like, it was ridiculous. It was just like nothing. Not one was over fifty percent. Yeah, and like it's like, well, how do you find? How do you find stuff? Like I don't like. Yeah, I guess you got Al Al Jazeera or Al Jazeera is a really good source, but then yeah, it's it not everybody gets that. Yeah, because uh, in a lot of areas are like, well, is that that terrorist network? Right. <laughs> like they don't understand that. God damn it! Yeah, <laughs> what what do you have to do? Does it have to be sponsored by NASCAR before you can, <laughs> uh, can validate? Well, it has a foreign sounding name, Jason, and that <laughs> yeah. makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, I. That was kind of my take. I'm like, well, that sucks. That's not good. Brian Williams sure. fabricating elements of that, and he's probably done it in other places. Sure. But like, in in the grand scheme of things, it's like a mild offense compared to what the media normally does. Yeah, so. right. yeah I don't know because I'm trying to find like I would love to get into. Well, I've been getting into the regular news stuff, but. Just solely so I can make fun of it for my stand-up. Yeah. But, yeah. Because, uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, it almost writes itself sometimes. Um, <laughs> but I want, like, real shit, too. I mean, I'm a big boy. I can handle it. I know, like, <laughs> you, you get no arguments here that the world sucks. Like, I, I totally <laughs> understand it's a pile of shit most of the time. Yeah. Uh, like, so I just, I don't know. I just wish we had one credible source. Like, like a source that was just non-biased. Just a non-biased. Just 50%. Well, but again, like, then you get things where, like, people are afraid to take a side on any issue because they're they're worried that, uh, you know, by, by just calling someone out on something that's blatantly and, like, factually wrong, or then they might have an opinion on it. Fair enough. Or, mean... or, like, when people, when uh, there was reason to doubt uh, before the Iraq war that uh there were actual weapons of mass destruction in iraq like nobody in the main major media outlets uh really went after that because they're like well we don't want to be seen as being the anti-bush guys anti-american right so you it's just like all extremes you either have people who are afraid to do anything or you have people who 
are just going to spout off whatever yeah. they want without any care for the truth. Well, and like, yeah, and like, you, you look at that in the media and you even look at that in politics, it's like, that's why stuff doesn't get done, because, like, the left wants it so far left and the right wants it so far right. It's like, why can't we find a middle? Well, and I mean, even even with the left, like, a lot of the, a lot of the things that Democrats, like, push, try to push forward are fairly, like, standard things, or, or just, like, or things that people could a normal person could get behind like mm-hmm. uh, like you know equal pay for men and women sure. for the same jobs and those kind of things get shot down on the right so like it's just that spectrum is so far over that like yeah. even if you go to the middle it's like kind of crazy sometimes mm-hmm. oh wow yeah. <laughs> or, or like veteran like veteran veterans bills where like it's just about like you know putting some money aside to help veterans who come back and don't have jobs and right. give money. And, like, the Republicans are all about, like, you know, rah, rah, go veterans. Right. They're the ones who don't want to fund that. Until they get the bill. Like. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. Yeah. We, <laughs> politics or deeper politics stuff might be a good topic for another time. Right, for sure. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I think that was what I had written down. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about or things that you could think of that happened over the last week or just whenever no <laughs> no 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 i have no cool. this nothing i got i mean all right well i think that might be good for this episode then yeah man rock and roll all right well thanks a lot for listening uh anything you want to plug you got some shows coming up oh yeah i got a show at flappers on the 22nd at five and a show at the ha ha cafe on march 3rd so yeah, if yeah, you want to go, so, uh, one's five bucks, uh, maybe ten if you get them at the door. At Flappers, right? Yeah. Um, if you order online, I think they're five, and then Ha Ha's free. So awesome. And yeah, that's uh, the uh, Los Angeles area. So yeah, look, yeah, those, so, look yeah. those up in Google, oh, you'll find yeah, it. Yeah, Kansas, <laughs> Kansas City people, I understand. I understand. <laughs> Anywhere else, it I might mean, be a little harder. That's to make fine it. if you want to half-ass things. That's cool. But though. one of them is free. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so you know, come on. Consider the plane ticket. You no know, gas isn't that feet. expensive right now. So <laughs> not too bad. Anyway, uh, thank thanks again for listening. Again, uh, you can check out Jason's shows. Uh, you can check out my website at mediummashup.com, and uh, we'll talk to you next week.